family-owned shop in Loganville, Sosby's Garage, for all your automotive repair needs. We service all makes and models, foreign and domestic. We repair engines, alternators, brakes, alignments, AC systems, and more, using certified technicians with over 90 years of combined experience. We also offer same-day service for some repairs. Sosby's Garage, 200 Bay Creek Road in Loganville. Dependable, honest, and fair. Look us up on Google or Facebook. We'll take good care of you. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, it's time for Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. We are the cornerstone of security in the Southeast. Hey everybody, welcome to Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. I'm your host, Rick Strawn, the President and CEO of Paradigm Security Services, and we're excited to be with you again today on Business Radio X. We are coming to you from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio, located in this beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel in Duluth, Georgia. Each week, as you know, we plan to feature businesses in the Atlanta area, especially those that serve Gwinnett County. And while all businesses have security concerns of some sort, not all are about physical security. Although today we do have uh, someone, I guess, that uh, has a lot of concerns that we take care of, as a matter of fact, as a client. We will touch on that and all related aspects of security through the course of each show. My guest today is Victoria Smith, and she is the Office and Communications Manager of the Gateway 85 CID here in the southern part of Gwinnett County. Hi, how are you, Victoria? Hi, good. Thanks for having me. Awesome to have you. I appreciate it. Um, as I said, y'all are one of the clients that we service, and we love doing that. We love the CIDs. Uh, that is one of the absolute best things that was ever come up with in order to help out uh, with the aesthetics and with just general things with the with the county uh outside with the government and, and private partnerships are, are fantastic the um what i'd like to do is normally what i start with is who is victoria smith <laughs> uh how did you where do you come from where were you born um how did you get to doing what you're doing um, well, I am from a small town in North Georgia, Dalton, Georgia. No word is. Uh, carpet capital of the world, if you didn't know. Um, I recently graduated from the University of Georgia where I studied communications at Go Dogs. I studied communication and um, advertising, and so I started with agency work, kind of doing ads and graphic designs, um, and then got a little more interested in studying the public relations and communication side of things on my own time, and then stumbled upon Gateway 85, where now I do their office work and um, communications. Well, you do a great job, I'll tell you that. You Thank know, you, you. You're good on keeping them in touch and keeping them out there. And you're just a, you know, you're a good first introduction and face to the to the CID. It is uh, very pleasant to have you here. Thank you. Um, Gateway 85 CID, let me just start with, because some people, not many of them, but some of them know, what is a CID? 
So a CID is a community improvement district. So what that means is that commercial businesses in the area um, decide to self-tax um, every year, and then it's just an extra tax, small percentage, that goes to the CID. Uh, the CID will then take that money and distribute it across projects, um, security, and beautification in the area um, just to make it safer for pedestrians and businesses um, and to make it more beautiful, to make it a place that people want to come live, work, and play. Well, and that's a good description. I know when you talk about uh, for the security and all, a lot of that is not just security, which we do, but it's things like the lighting. Uh, Gwinnett Place, uh, Gwinnett Gateway 85, we also do Gwinnett Place. <laughs> but Gateway 85 has done a great job on a couple of the main thoroughfares of putting in some new lighting, getting everything squared away where it makes great walkways. Um, what's new in the district as far as, uh, let's say, the lighting? Um, so we just recently completed phase one of our new lighting district. Um, that is going to be along Jimmy Carter Boulevard from Brook Hollow Parkway to Live Oak Parkway. You'll see 34 pedestrian lights and 26 new street lights. Um, so that offers lighting on the sidewalks and then lighting as you're driving through the district just to make it safer for pedestrians and um, people driving as well. Um, and then phase two of that will start this year, um, and that will be starting at Live Oak uh, Parkway where we finished, and then down to, I believe, Rock Bridge Road. So we'll be adding more pedestrian and street lights there as well. Well, you just had a, an opening, uh, uh, a dedication or whatever it is for the, one of the intersections. Why don't you tell us about that? Uh, yeah, so uh, the CID does a lot of sidewalk work. Uh, we build a lot to make it easier for people to walk through and travel through the district, which also makes it safer. Um, we recently finished a half mile sidewalk along Britt Road from the intersection at Old North Cross Tucker Road to the DeKalb County line. And um, Davida Baker was a huge part in championing that project and making sure it it got done and that there was the county saw a need for that so the CID partnered with Gwinnett County um, to fund the project and then uh, Commissioner Koo came to us after it was completed um, and sort of spearheaded the dedication of that sidewalk to Miss Baker um, she's been a stalwart leader in the community and she continues to find new projects that the SPLOST funds can go to um, and then making sure that the residents and pedestrians in the area are able to move safely and travel safely. Well, I know Gwinnett, uh, all the CIDs, but in particular Gateway 85 and Gwinnett Place have done a tremendous job on the allocations of the SPLOS funds. Uh, they put them to absolute great use, that stuff that they were able to put together. Uh, have you got some of the other projects that you want to talk about that, that that, that SPLOS has been able to be used for? Um, yeah, I don't necessarily know much about the funding at this point, but we are looking into the on and off ramps um, and the turn radius at Jimmy Carter Boulevard. So we're looking at um, projects and how to fix that. Um, and then we're also part of 
uh, the Gwinnett Bus Rapid Transit Study. We have partnered um, with Gwinnett County and I believe two of the other Gwinnett CIDs. And so they're looking into plans for that from Satellite Boulevard to Jimmy Carter Boulevard. Can you want to talk a little bit more about the uh, Gwinnett uh, the partnership here with the bus study, the transit study? Um, so this is a, a newer study, um, and it, the bus rapid transit is a different mode of transportation. It's not just your average bus, but it's not as much as heavy rail like MARTA. Um, but I encourage anyone who wants to know more about that to go to GwinnettBRT.com, and you can look at the surveys and give your input um, as well as see kind of what exactly BRT is. I think they're actually uh, seeking out opinions and mm-hmm. things right now through that uh, and give that website again. Gwinnett B as in bus, R as in rapid, and T as in transit.com. Well, I would highly recommend people go there and give your opinion. There's, you know, of course, as always, Gwinnett County, we've got a lot of pros, a lot of cons as far as uh, for it and against it. But, you know, it's a good thing for everybody to get their opinion out because, you know, and and there are some good things and there's some positives about it. There's some negatives about it. And managing to take a look at it and decide for yourself, you know, which outweighs which. Uh, I know that there is no doubt in my mind that our county has got to do something about the transportation issues. We cannot status quo it like we are, or like we have been. And, you know, let's face it, another the expressway can't get a whole lot wider. <laughs> and if it did, it'd fill up anyway, so it wouldn't make any difference. But um, y'all just recently held a candidate forum um, I've had some of those candidates on here. Uh, I've got some that are coming on uh, in the future. But that was a great forum that uh, they had. Uh, it was unusual because we didn't weren't able to do of it course. the normal way that we do, and everybody's sitting in a room and asking questions and all. But it was kind of an interesting forum with it being virtual. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about how that went and, you know, tell us a little bit what, what was accomplished? Uh, yeah, so um, back in April, we held the candidate forum via Zoom. We had all eight candidates for the Gwinnett County Board of Commissioner Chair, the seat being vacated by Charlotte Nash. Um, and it was very, um, it was a learning experience, I think, for everyone um, as we all transitioned very quickly to Zoom. Um, so getting the candidates all together for trial runs and making sure everyone's computers and microphones, you know, that's something that's kind of hard to do when you're remote and virt- everyone's virtual. It's not something you can hands-on really um, adjust, adjust to, yeah. right. Um, so we, you know, overcame those obstacles and put together the event. Um, we had originally planned for it to be at the Global Mall, so taking everything that should have been an in-person event to an online forum was difficult um but i think it went super well we had over 200 viewers tune in to the live forum and then we posted it later on our website the recording and we've had over 200 um, viewers of that recording as well so the best part about it being online was that it could be recorded easily um that's a feature zoom has and so we were able 
to post it online and anyone could go and look at it at any time if they had questions about the candidates or they wanted to see the responses or even if you really just wanted to learn from it if you even if you don't vote in Gwinnett um and that is still available on our website you can go look at it anytime before the upcoming election um but I overall I think it was a great event and set the stage for many more forums well we've got a the other election coming up when they're gonna uh, the people that came out on top of that of course we have uh some of the commission chairs i believe i remember i have runoffs but with the chairs you know set now as far as who's gonna be the two candidates mm -hmm. and i would suggest that people go in there and pull that up especially on the two candidates and and take a good look at you know what they've got to say in fact, I would suggest doing that with all of them because it gives you a good idea of what's coming down the pike, too, in the future. Uh, Absolutely. Because these people are not going away that may not have made the cut. Uh, they're not going anywhere. They're going to be right here and participants in our county government as we move forward because there's a lot of talent there mm -hmm. that is still available to be used. And it's going to be used in some way. All those names are going to be popping up and during this next uh, four years, six years. They're all going to be there. Mm -hmm. um, let's see, how about, um, I have a lot, I know that it's a self-taxing, and it's a membership, mm -hmm. people join the CID, so everybody that pays actually chooses to do that, mm -hmm. uh, based on the benefits that they get out of that contribution, that tax that they pay, and which I personally think they get a lot of benefits out of. But why should a business join Gateway CID? Well, there's a lot of businesses in the CID, and you can ask the ones that are members why they'll tell you their personal reasons or their personal experiences. Um, but to sign up and volunteer to be a member of Gateway 85 CID does so much um, for us and for the community and the businesses. Um, the funding for members makes a significant di difference in the district. Um, through added security, pedestrian access, lighting, landscaping, transportation projects, and so much more um, that give the area value. Um, and then when you become a member of the CID, you then hold a seat at the table. So when we're talking about what we're going to do next year and what, what projects we're going to do, and, you know, maybe we have two that are teetering. Are we going to go Route A or Route B? You have a voice and an opinion in that um, because th those are your funds, too. So having a voice in how the CID moves the district forward um, is a huge reason why you should be part of the CID. I totally agree on that. Um, I know that having that seat and being able to pick the direction it goes in, or at least have, a, like you say, have a voice in it, makes a big difference because you're with your board that sits there uh, based on each of the little divisions in the district they very much pay attention and all those people on the board have some part of a business participation themselves and involvement there in the district and they pay attention to what the people have to say uh, if there's a big movement to go one particular way then they pay attention to it and, and they'll weigh the pros and cons it won't just be a matter of I don't like that we're not going to go there they do a good job of, of taking a look at it Emory Morseberger at the as the director 
it does a good job of allocating, you know, taking a look at it and just trying to help decide what projects are going to move, where they're going to move. I know uh, Robert does a great job. Uh, Robert Mishner, who does a great job as your uh, operations director, but he's always on top of things. I know he's always on top of us <laughs> uh, with the security, which is good. Uh, it's one of those things where if he ever needs a job, I, I might be able to come with an o- opening for an operations director. You hear that, Robert? <laughs> <laughs> but knowing Robert, he's not going to need a job. But, you know, staying on top of stuff, it, it's just like in security work or in police work. You've got to stay on top of You've got to inspect what you expect. The CID is the same way. I know y'all are always out there inspecting what uh, you expect out of the development. You're doing a lot of uh, surveys and studies before you ever do anything. Uh, it's amazing to watch the way it develops within the CID as you move forward and someone comes up with an idea for a project as it slowly moves forward to doing a study and, and, and really finding out whether this is feasible, you don't just say, oh, that sounds good and jump into it. There's a lot of study and a lot of effort and a lot of time put into getting up to the actual start, which unfortunately in pure government stuff, it either takes forever and never happens or it just shoot from the hip and then it turns out not so good. <laughs> but with a government, private, private government partnership, private public partnership it works out extremely well with the public uh, government Mm -hmm. and then the private industry and making those decisions and i know that uh you see a lot of that as it goes on and you know one of the biggest challenges we've had uh through this period is of course covid19 we've had our challenges too Our, our of course in security that's the essential worker thing and so we've been doing our job, and our officers have been out there. They just put the gloves on, put the masks on. We put them little, little kits, little safety bags in their car that they do all the uh, hand washing and all that kind of stuff. But that's kind of hard when it comes to doing what y'all do. So what has been your approach uh, overall with the CID, doing your projects and everything else with the facing COVID-19? Right. I mean, it's been difficult for everyone. Um, I know on our end, Robert Mishner, the director of operations, he has been so um, just on top of all of our projects, making sure that we're still landscaping, our security is still out there, um, and that we're still maintaining the district to its standard um, as far as trash pickup and other things. so we didn't slow down at all on those things of course keeping everyone's safety in mind but with social distancing protocols um, we were able to keep our projects and everything on track Um, Emery Morrisberger our executive director he was amazing in reaching out to um, local governments and um, our legislators as well as business owners to see you know what is going on here and what what do you need as a business to thrive in this sort of setting? Um, and we also, as a CID, supported the um, legislation, the Georgia COVID-19 Business Safety Act, that pre- protects businesses from being held liable for a specific set of COVID-19 related claims from anyone who claims that they 
got the virus in that business location. Um, of course, you can see more of that on the Georgia State um, website if you want to look more into it. But we fully supported that um, because we think it's important to protect businesses as we try to get the economy back um, up and running. But we also want people to be safe. So um, those were some of the things that we did internally um, in the district. We had businesses stepping up and modifying their day-to-day in order to produce things like hand sanitizer or protective equipment um, to provide to the medical teams in the area. Um, One specific, the Hansen Group, they took their, um, they took a part of their lab and made it, like, dedicated to making hand sanitizers and sanitizer sprays and cleaning products that we ran out of we didn't have yeah, they kind of disappeared in a hurry didn't they they sure did and so um guardian sports is a part of that um, umbrella company the hansen group and so they created a guardian sports hand sanitizer and it has been thriving ever since so they're continuing to do that it was originally just a temporary thing and now they're doing it full-time. Um, There's a lot of businesses that have made a transition in that area that have found very profitable uh, and will continue to do so. I know, and I hope they do because I received a box in the mail yesterday of small bottles of hand sanitizer that I ordered four months ago. <laughs> uh, so yeah. it took a little while for it to get there. And, uh, of course, I have, I've got more hand sanitizer and more masks and more gloves then if we have the pandemic, if we have two or three more, I think I've got enough to cover us. <laughs> uh, you, you order them when you can, then all of a sudden the need goes down, but you've got all this stuff. Right. So, you know, we won't run out anytime soon of any of the above. But um, I know, for instance, with the security, I know that your expectations in the CID uh, are basically the same as ours, and that is you as you have a lot of these slowdowns a lot of the work from home a lot of the shutdowns is a lot of your commercial businesses find different ways of operating a lot of it's from home and uh over the over the internet and virtual and but they still got businesses that still got uh, equipment in it mm-hmm. and so you can't just abandon them you know somebody has got to watch this stuff to make sure so i know our i know y'all have your expectations expectations for us have been to increase these patrols around these business areas so i know that and that that's what the cidic does is as far as in the security end of it is they try to make sure that all those gaps are filled all those gaps are covered uh graffiti make sure that graffiti is picked up on so that it's you don't have that broken window effect that it, it gets gone very quickly and that's very important to a neighborhood that that you want to keep people coming into and keep keep it something people want to live in and move to and play in. Right, and I think that it goes for how the CID doesn't just benefit the businesses in the area. It also affects the residential and the people who live here. Um, we do those safety patrols, and we make sure that there's not graffiti because there's no need for that, and that, one, helps the businesses, and two helps the residents feel safe so it's it goes both ways well i know when i live in a place 
Uh, I want to be able to go out. I want to be able to walk on the sidewalks. Uh, don't go to Chicago, by the way. That's probably not a good <laughs> idea. Um, but I do want to be able to walk around and drive around and, and take my family to parks. Right. And we've got some good parks in the CID uh, that have really been, you know, worked on. And, you know, Gwinnett County is awesome for getting their parks and recreation and stuff up for families. And the CIDs help with the beautification of the expressways, all of this foliage and everything, these beautiful trees and all that kind of stuff, and nice mown grass around the intersections along the expressway. That's CID. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people don't realize that. They figure, ah, it's just DOT doing the <laughs> job. No, the DOT doesn't really do that much as far as putting nice, pretty stuff out there. Uh, they look good because of the CID work. And what that's one of the jobs that they do. And uh, I think it, that's why I say public-private partnership in that area. You know, they come to an agreement, but the CID actually gets something done. Right, and absolutely. And accomplishes it. So it's awesome. Um, I think y'all have done some, well, I know y'all have done some website update. We did. Uh, y'all did a, I like the new website, the way it, the you. changes that are there. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what prompted it and then the changes that you made. Yeah, so um, recently Gateway 85 was not Gateway 85. It was Gwinnett Village CID, and there was a rebranding to become Gateway 85 CID because we are the gateway into the um, into the area right there between DeKalb and Gwinnett. Um, and so when we rebranded, we also updated the website to match that, but we still felt like there wasn't a big enough what is gateway 85 um so we refreshed the website we took a couple months to redesign it um make it u more user friendly so that you can see our projects right there on the website what's actually going on right now what are we working on what are we doing um so the right there as soon as you get on our website on the home page you can see what we're doing to improve the area um we also added um, a new project map that actually shows all the projects that have been completed and then the ones that are in progress. Um, that'll be updated soon to include upcoming projects, which is I'm super excited about. And overall, it's just easier to find things. It's more um, cohesive and a lot more organized. So the main reason we updated the website was to make it easier for you to go on the website. Um, but, of course, it looks nicer, so that's a plus. <laughs> well, I could tell you the, the, the mobility of it and the moving around, the ability to go in. And if you just got some questions and look and find answers, is really tremendously improved over the old site. Uh, and the site just overall has a much better look, much better feel yeah. to it. Uh, but Gateway uh, has made a lot of changes over the last couple of years uh, I know the directors have changed and mm -hmm. you know Robert's still there you filled some big shoes when you came in and you know everything seems to be just it just runs very smooth runs very just even you know just very evenly as everything goes through right I think um, the people before me of course um, and since the beginning, and Robert Mishner as well, huge kudos to him. Been they, there forever. Yes, and they have built the district and built a structure 
um, and great relationships in the district that keep us running smoothly. Um, when I got there, I thought it was a very easy transition to get acclimated to what a CID is because I came from a background knowing hardly anything about what a CID does. Um, and so to be able to learn it quickly and get involved in the district was an almost seamless thing. So it was, it, they do a really great job at the CID, um, the partners, the board, Robert Emery, of just really making it seem like it's nothing. Like it's nothing to do the work, but it is. We do all this hard work. Well, there is a lot of work to it. I, I see it from, from my end of it. I see the work that all your board and uh, Emery and uh, Robert and, and you put into it as it moves forward. I know that uh, I'm looking forward to your meetings becoming back on, you know, in an in-person <laughs> yes. thing. Uh, I know uh, the uh, Gwinnett Place just had their first meeting mm-hmm. in person uh, since all this started. And, you know, it's one of those things you sit in the chair and if you want to talk to somebody, you just yell loud enough and they'll hear you. <laughs> but it was kind of nice to get the feel. Uh, and I look forward to the meetings. My biggest problem is we need to figure out a way to not have the meetings on the days that I do this show. <laughs> we <laughs> have a Wednesday at this time. It, it just makes it difficult. But, um, you know, overall, it's, it's been a, it's a pleasure doing with the CID, uh, watching them grow, watching them help the community. If uh, Let's go back through. If somebody wants to find out more about the CID, and I strongly recommend that people look into Gateway 85 CID and just CIDs in general here in Gwinnett County and see what's going on. Keep, it, keep up with what your community is doing and how things are working out and get developed, uh, what things are coming up. I like the idea that you're going to have upcoming things for a change mm-hmm. where you can look at that and see what's coming up and what you've got your sights set on. That's going to be even more awesome than looking and seeing what you've done. But give people the website and if there's any numbers they want to call or anything like that and how they get in touch with you. Yeah, um, so go to our website at gateway85.com. So that's gateway85.com. And then if you would like to share your input, you can give me a call at 770-449-6542. Make sure you dial extension 101 to get to me. And um, if you have any input that you feel you need to email me, um, that would just be info at gateway85.com. Sounds great. Well, I want to just kind of give a little brief closing description here. Gateway 85 Community Improvement District is the state's largest CID and represents more than 550 business owners accounting for more than $1 billion in commercial property value in Gwinnett County. The district has 3,000 businesses that employ more than 30,000 workers, making it one of Metro Atlanta's most important employment centers. Gateway 85 CADA is focused on improving the bottom line of businesses with the district by using funds paid by the property owners in the form of added millage rate. These fun- those funds are then used to update infrastructure like bridges and sidewalks, study mobility and logistics improvements, and enhance security and beautification efforts over its 14-square-mile district along the I-85 corridor and about one mile north of 285. So, as you can see, you know, it's, it's a big area, a big responsibility, and also a big accomplishment. I appreciate you being here and all that you've done and all that the CID is doing. And 
I hope to get uh, you back on at some point as things get yeah. updated. And I may even drag Robert in here and let him talk a little <laughs> bit about how he, how what a slave driver he is for the, <laughs> for the CID. But um, I want to thank you for joining us on Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. And remember, you can join us live every Wednesday at 11.30 in the morning, or you can listen to our show anytime you want and listen to Victoria talk about the CID by going to businessradiox.com, clicking on the Gwinnett Radio, and then click on Case in Point. You can listen to it on just about any platform uh, that you can think of, iTunes, uh, YouTube, uh, just any of them. And if you do go in there, hit the subscribe button on my show so that uh, I'll know that you've been there and it'll just show that uh, somebody's paying attention. But uh, join us next week at 1130 when we talk with business leaders about their businesses and related security issues in today's world. Thanks again to my guest, Victoria Smith. Thank you very much. And for my producers, Mike and Amanda, and I'm Rick Strawn. And remember, at Paradigm Security Services, we cover more than just your assets.